highly suggestive that at the very moment when humans were domesticating wolves into dogs, humans themselves were still in the throes of domestication, shedding their biological skins and being transformed by the culture they were building around them. This raised the striking possibility that it was partly through our association with dogs that we went from primitive humans to Homo sapiens. The Harvard biologist E. O. Wilson has proposed what he calls the biophilia hypothesis, that we possess an inborn, species-typical tendency to affiliate with other animals. I agree that we do make these connections with other animals and derive great pleasure from so doing. We are unique in this respect, but are we wholly unique? As I thought about this question, I was finally able to put my finger on what had teased and deluded me for so long, that there was something different about one animal species— something they shared with us more than they did with their fellow non-human animals. That species was the dog, and what they shared with us so uniquely was their capacity for love. So yes, another book on the emotional lives of animals, a book that takes E. O. Wilson's hypothesis and gives it a new twist. Not only have dogs and humans influenced each other for tens of thousands of years, they have done so in far more profound ways than any other two species on earth and primarily in the direction of acting on the capacity for love in all its different manifestations, such as showing sympathy, feeling empathy, and expressing compassion. What does it mean to say dogs make us human? It is a phrase that has been used on several occasions, for example by Temple Grandin in the last few years. I think it means something like, through associating with dogs— we went from primitive humans to Homo sapiens. What would be a good analogy? That through association with humans, Carnis lupus, wolf, became Carnis lupus familiaris, dog. It worked both ways. This is a hypothesis. It is the nature of this problem that it can never be proven. More evidence may make it more likely, but its value will need to be restricted to its evocative and explanatory power. Does it help us understand certain human and canine mysteries? Many people bond with dogs in more profound ways than with any other species. Why is this bond, and this bond only, unique among all the attachments humans are capable of forming, parallel only to the attachment we feel for our own children? Why, of all animals, does the dog follow us, or rather accompany us, wherever we go on earth? from the tropical rainforests to the frozen ice-scape of the far Arctic. Why are there no tribes, no countries, no societies, not even villages, without dogs? Nowhere in the world are dogs absent. Why is it that people have the capacity to befriend animals who are willing to take a chance and come into our intimate orbit, when no other animal on earth will do so, only dogs? Because a long time ago, in the words of Conrad Lawrence, man met dog. Though it was probably more likely that long ago, 40,000 years ago or more, woman met dog. To this day, dogs, by and large, prefer women to men. The great Stanford anthropologist Richard Klein has long argued that something very significant happened to humans about 50,000 years ago. It has been called the dawn of human culture, or human revolution, a creative explosion, or a socio-cultural big bang. He explains that the relationship between anatomical and behavioral change shifted abruptly about 50,000 years ago. 
Everything was suddenly put on fast forward. Language, culture, and the ability to innovate. Something, he thinks, changed at a neural level. What was new? Suddenly there are cave paintings where there had been none before, in France, in Spain, in Italy, but also in the Middle East and Australia. There was color, vivid, bright colors. There were rainbow serpents, for example, when before there were none. There were sculptures. Even human language, the way we know it today, sophisticated and capable of a million permutations, may have reached its apogee then. Weapons became more sophisticated. Beads that were very hard to make were used as symbols. The very idea of a symbol belongs to this time. Suddenly humans buried their dead, and often did so elaborately. Put a suit on the man from 50,000 years ago and have him walk down Fifth Avenue. Nobody would stare. Let him...